Ennis will play host to a support group for those living with dementia. The face-to-face support group organised by ADHD Ireland is due to take place next week on Friday the 9th of February. And for more on this, I'm joined by the National Programme Development Manager Nicola Coss and also Maria McNamara, the group facilitator. And you're both very welcome to the programme. Uh, Nicola, can you tell us a, a little bit first um, about ADHD Ireland and what kind of services and supports it provides for those living with ADHD? Yeah, well, look, it, that's exactly it. It's in the name, um, Alan. We're actually there to support all individuals and families. So we have a range of uh, supports in, in place for adults, uh, parents, and all the way across the board to schools as well. So um, starting with the programme, uh, we have a national schools programme where uh, teachers can learn um, all about ADHD. And we also have an extended version of it where they go on and do um, champion training where it can be the advocate for the students and the families in the school and it can be the connection between their and ADHD Ireland. So we have that large programme going on um, nationwide. Uh, we have a lot going on online and some more face-to-face, but we do support groups. That's one of our biggest um, uh, uh, on the ground supports. Um, we have uh, face-to-face in, in NS as we we're talking about now today um, for ADHD uh, in Galway, Cork and Dublin and hopefully across the country a little bit more. Um, and where adults with ADHD can come together and actually meet others that are living and working uh, with the same condition as themselves can find that they're not the only ones that are having trouble uh, keeping their passwords and uh, losing their cards and keeping a job <laughs> and staying in employment. Um, and so what else we do, um, we do a lot of expert talks. Uh, we have one coming up uh, in February with uh, Stephanie Starkus, from, uh, an expert from the USA um, in relation to ADHD and um, anxiety. Um, and so we do a lot of parent support groups online, adult support groups, uh, we have adult support groups actually every night of the week, uh, sorry, uh, every Tuesday um, across the month. Uh, we have it for a texting service. We have Zoom uh, twice a month and we have a face-to-face in Dublin as well. Um, as I said, it's Cork and Galway. Um, we also, there's support groups. We have partner support groups as well where partners of those with ADHD can come along and Get an understanding, I suppose, of ADHD, but really to be there with other partners. And it's not all about the ADHDers. The partners have to support the ADHDers as well. So they need to be heard and listened to and given some support. So we have that group running as well. Sibling support groups will be coming up, but we have men's support groups specifically and uh, um, women and uh, specific support groups, as well as the general adult groups. So along with talks um, we have the webinars or the specialist talks throughout the year we have a conference coming and we had a team conference there in Portleash where we had 250,000 250 people um, secondary school students come along um, as part of the school's accreditation programme and we're hoping to run that again this year so okay. we're trying to get more face to face Alan Okay, as well, much as we can well certainly it's clear from what you're uh, laying out for us there Nicola that the, <laughs> what, what ADHD Ireland provides is, is pretty comprehensive and if anyone is wondering about you know, how many people uh, are living with ADHD or are affected by it. It's between 2 to 6% of adults. So we're talking about yeah. a pretty significant proportion of the population, you know, if you break that down uh, in, terms of, in terms of numbers, which is why I guess your services have to be so uh, varied yeah. and wide ranging. 
That's absolutely. Uh, look, I'm I'm with ADHD Ireland now about seven years, coming up seven years this year, and the change in scenery, the change in the public uh, understanding and acceptance of ADHD has increased. I, I'd say fourfold. It is. It's amazing how it, it's it's employers, schools parents themselves are starting to understand, are coming to accept, are looking for the training, are looking for to get a bit more support um, and so that's a massive positive And what, can I, sorry Nicola, can I ask you, why do you yeah. think that is happening, that there is more awareness and willingness of ADHD and willingness to facilitate those with ADHD, does that come from the work you're doing and you know, take absolutely, the opportunity yeah, to slap yourselves on the back, yeah. or is it coming from <laughs> elsewhere as well? Yeah, absolutely I'll, I'll come from a biased side and I'll say yes, it's ADHD but no, there's a lot of colleges and uh, there's a lot of research going behind it. There's a lot, like yourselves in the media, there's an awful lot of interviews. The, the information is getting out there. People are starting to look online. They're starting to look at our services. They're starting to talk to the GPs and there's more understanding about it. And I think years ago, like when I started first, a lot, 90%, I'd say, of the calls that came through um, our support line um, on they came through most of the time with uh, parents whose kids have been uh, diagnosed or they need a diagnosis. Now, I'd say 80% to 90% of the calls that we're getting are from adults. And it's exactly that. It's more awareness in the media, more awareness in schools, in employment. And people themselves are starting to do a lot more research. Um, it's not when you have a little bit of ADHD. You are born with it and you die with it. Mm. Just to kind of put it into... Um, some sort of context uh, in Clare alone I was looking at your population so you have about 6,400 people living and working with ADHD um, so that is a lot of people and such a tiny minute amount are actually diagnosed there are so many managers, mammies students uh, and in partners in relationships um, going around undiagnosed and that's where the issues happen. You know, the persistence and massive positives of ADHD, you can be, uh, you, you've massive strength, you, you're great in a crisis, you can keep going, you have great persistence, but also it depends on how your environment is working with you. You can be in a job for 20 years and managing 150 people and uh, doing 10 different projects at the same time and nobody else would be able to manage. Any other organisation would need a team of 15 people to do the organising you're doing. But you've also got a lot of admin support. But when you get to management, so you're climbing the ladder, you're after doing all those that work for the last 20 years, but you get to a point where you're managing and you're doing reports and deadlines every month. That's when ADHD pops its head, that okay. you've managed all your life and, and kept yourself going and the environment worked for you, but then you get to the point that, you know, you can't do your paperwork, you can't do your deadlines, and that's when people are coming to us, when the things, when the relationships are breaking down into a house a girl can have, have been really successful in her job all her life and <laughs> a new baby comes in and the whole house falls apart you know um, so yeah you, we can sustain until we can't and that's it okay. when you come across your wall Okay, we also have Maria McNamara, a group facilitator with us. Uh, Maria, thanks very much for being with us. Can you tell us first, uh, before we get into the support group, what your role as group facilitator entails? Yeah, I mean, a diverse range of people come, as Nicola was saying, you know, it isn't one type of person who's ADHD, it's all types. So it's young, old, professionals, non-professionals. So it's like a diversity of people. My role is mainly kind of gatekeeper, honestly, and um, allowing kind of a peer support sort of um, set up to emerge. But it's good to have somebody, I suppose, like to have 
just an opportunity to um, facilitate the conversation. But the conversation can be quite wide ranging because people come and they they already have people with ADHD, they like to research things, they have a lot of curiosity. So they usually come with a bank of knowledge. So you're basically drawing on a lot of the skills and kind of knowledge of the group who come to inform what happens in that group. Um, so it has like an educational focus in one sense, because maybe there'll be a topic that people will come with. Like we might think about imposter syndrome or anxiety and ADHD or work issues or education or different things. Or like a person might just sort of in that group, just need a particular type of support at that moment. Like a few like newly diagnosed people might come, for example, and they're they're quite at sea about what to think about things. And they receive a lot of um hands-on sort of like information from people who have the lived experience of ADHD over a long period of time or like many times maybe a parent will come and their child is maybe like have experiencing some difficulty at, at school and they really don't know how to think about it and so they're just at the beginning of their search for knowledge and so it's, it's actually really useful I mean I've seen it to be of great use to people honestly. You mentioned there are yeah. those who have been newly diagnosed. The the group is for those, though, I believe, uh, who have ADHD, whether they've been diagnosed or not. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't have to. You might just suspect. Actually, like these radio programs are amazing because a lot of times I work as an ADHD coach, so I receive an avalanche of calls usually after these to say, I listened to your radio program and my God, I know now I have ADHD. It's just all the pieces came together for me. And they're the kind of people then who start to research it and it's actually kind of reassuring if you if you suspect especially if you've had a lot of difficulties like Nicola outlined some of the the gifts and difficulties that arise from ADHD but many times people receive like they come to a stage of quite a burnout because they've been working at this very high level and many different projects over an extended period of time and they're wondering why they're feeling really tired and kind of worn out or like the luster is gone from that particular you know, job that they love, you know, people with ADHD, they like a lot of variety. They like, they actually do kind of have, there's identifiable things that they, once they learn about them in their own lives, they accommodate them differently. So they don't get as burnt out. So yeah, so the groups provide that sort of like um, a net for people to sort of think about these things together with others who have ADHD or don't have, or they think they might have. Yeah. And is this a class in an or support group meeting in Ennis? Is it is it new to to Ennis, Maria, or has it been established here for some time? Like we started off around October, actually a number of years ago when Nicola came down to Ennis, because Nicola is the one who I think does the rounds of the country. She has like a vision of having a support group in every place, really face to face. There's tremendous numbers, as you mentioned, online. So, you know, if you're living in a different part of the country and you're not in one that has a face to face yet, there's loads of Zoom online supports of different kinds and creative groups and drama groups and all run by ADHD Ireland. Um, so we started it off last October. And we do it once a month at the moment, but I think we could probably do it a bit more frequently. The, um, the numbers attending are, cl- are clearly sizable enough to warrant that. Yeah, yeah, there are. I mean, people will come actually from Limerick and from Galway sometimes because there is now a new one in Galway, so they probably won't be coming from there anymore. There's definitely a demand, I think, you know. Um, so well, I suppose that we're trying to think about a model as well of as people come that maybe other groups can be spawned from one group you know if you come it's not you don't have to be a professional to do it like you know i happen to be a professional adhd coaching but like if you have adhd and you're interested 
like there's like a big volunteering program with ADHDR and that's how they run a lot of their services and they like if you're interested and you have ADHDR you were interested in it you can volunteer and then you can be trained um, to facilitate the various different things they work with colleges they work you know lots of different areas so yeah okay uh, just to finish with yourself then Nicola uh, the the next one is as I said uh, at the in my introduction uh, on Friday the 9th of February you do people have to book or register for a place can they just turn up on the day no we, we prefer if you could actually just be, for to allow um, Maria to, to be able to have enough capacity we do ask them to go through our events page on our website and when they go in they'll actually che- they'll be able to check out all our up- upcoming um, groups as well but if they register on Eventbrite they get their, their uh, link and the reminders as well which okay. is really important to our ADHD <laughs> Okay uh, definitely uh, very important so in that context um, that is the uh, ADHD Ireland face-to-face support group next taking place in Ennis on Friday the 9th of February. My thanks to Nicola Coster, the ADHD Ireland National Programme Development Manager and also the group facilitator Maria McNamara. My thanks to both of you for being with us on uh, Monday's Morning Focus.